Kalen Addison scratched. Mark Andre Fleury getting the start as the Wild host the Avalanche tonight. We preview tonight's game against the Avs on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Just a reminder, you can find Locked on Wild on all of your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. On today's pregame preview edition of Locked on Wild, we talk about everything going into tonight's matchup against the Avalanche, both teams fighting for the third spot in the Central Division. We'll look at how the Avs have done over their last five games. Anton Gorgiev getting a second consecutive start. We'll look at the Wild's historical numbers, playing teams in the second game of a back-to-back, and a couple of lineup decisions for the Wild as well. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. Today's episode of Locked On Wild brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Big lineup decisions as the Minnesota Wild hosting the Colorado Avalanche here this evening. Kalen Addison scratched. Marc-Andre Fleury starting for Philip Gustafson. So let's start with the goalie situation because... As much as I would love to see uh, Philip Gustafson get a, a increasing number of starts for this Minnesota Wild team, I actually don't hate the decision to not start him here in this one. You may have noticed in the uh, last, right at the last gasp, as overtime was ending against the uh, Florida Panthers. The Wilds end up um, nearly giving up the game-winning goal as time expires. And uh, it ends up that Jared Spurgeon pushes a member of the Panthers right into Philip Gustafson. There is a nasty uh, collision and pileup as play is expiring. And it took Philip Gustafson a little while to kind of shake the cobwebs out and to get himself back um, and ready to go for OT. And it seemed as though it affected him a little bit uh, in the shootout as um, he went to, as Kevin Gorg noted in the postcast after the game, went to the poke check with his stick more often than he typically does. And so having said all of that and the uh, just physical nature of that game. I don't hate the decision to give Gustafson a breather with the expectation that he then will start on Friday night against the Dallas Stars. If that ends up being the case, then I have no problem with him getting tonight's game off to get himself ready for a more important game on Friday against the Dallas Stars. Now, if we then get Flurry Wednesday, Flurry Friday, then I'm going to have some uh, problems with that. But if they give 
Gustafson truly an opportunity to just get a breather and to get himself iced up and and back on track for Friday, then I have no problem with that. The Kalen Addison decision has a few more wrinkles that go into it because obviously it's a bit of a surprise considering that Addison is the top power play defenseman for this wild team. You pull him from the lineup in place of uh, Alex Goligoski. And one of the few areas in which you're able to consistently score this season has been that power play. And now all of a sudden you're losing your, uh, your power play quarterback in Kalen Addison. I want to be clear. Kalen Addison is not the root of the problem for the Minnesota Wilds in just a, a slew of players that have underperformed this season. He's not the root of the problem. So him being scratched when there are other players on the roster, i.e. Matt Dumba, John Merrill, who are certainly worthy of being benched themselves, that I can understand the frustration with. But Kalen Addison has had some, especially recently, he's had some struggles defensively. Offensively, you know what you're getting from him, and he is contributing more than enough uh, on the power play to where he warrants being on that unit every time he possibly can. Defensively, as a young player, he still has some room to grow in that area. And so, yes, you arguably would rather see um, Matt Dumba or or John Merrill be benched for uh, lackluster performances defensively. But Kalen Addison is not immune from that. Some of that can be that Merrill is his line mate and that that pairing has struggled at points throughout this season. But it's it's not as though the Wild are scratching someone playing defense on the level of Jared Spurgeon or Jonas Brodine. Kalen Addison is not at that point. And so, especially after what happens in the game against Florida, in which he kind of got tied up and turned around, which led to a goal for the Panthers, I, in that case... Do not mind the decision to give him a breather again because of the work on the defensive side of the puck. This wild team is not a team that is capable of having guys out there that are not contributing uh, or filling their roles if they are more of a defensive defenseman, not filling that role appropriately. Uh, That is what has led to a lot of the losses so far is guys just not stepping up and uh, and filling their weight on the um, either side of the puck. And so let's look at it as well as a message to not only Kalen Addison, but a message to the team as well. And I would like to see Dean Evason be a little more apt to hold players accountable for bad performances. But at the same time, you only have so many cards in the deck that are able to be played. For instance, tonight, Marcus Foligno out of the lineup. Jordan Greenway has not been performing up to par, so to speak. But who is going to sit in favor of him? The Wilds do not have... 
another player on the roster to fill that last roster spot. They have left that open for home games this season to uh, to try to help with creating cap space as we move towards the trade deadline. And so for this game tonight, you're not able to make any sort of moves in which players sit. Going forward, yes, Jordan Greenway would be a player that could benefit from getting a chance to sit in the press box. But we have not seen that so far this year, and it's likely that we won't because the one thing that Jordan Greenway brings that he has a chance of showing, even though he hasn't shown it, is physicality. And on the other side of the coin, too, John Merrill being a bigger player, albeit slightly, it's, it's not like he's 6'7". In 250 pounds. It's not like it's that big of a disparity between him and Kalen Addison, but Merrill is a bigger defenseman. He is a physical defenseman himself. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just trying to figure out rationale as to why these things keep happening and players continue to be out on the ice when we all see it, that uh, it's likely that they would benefit from a little bit of a breather just to try to clear everybody's head and to get everybody on the same page that they all need to collectively be better going forward to uh, get this team to where they want to be. That's, that's what I see as the reasoning, that we see particular players is because they're big. The ones that play all the time are big, and um, yeah, I, I don't know beyond that, but... I agree with the decision for Flurry because I think Gustafson, after that game on Monday, could benefit. I see the reasoning for Addison. I think it could have been somebody else. So though, those are the lineup decisions for this one tonight uh, for this game against the Avs. We will continue our pregame preview, taking a look at Colorado and how they've done in their last few games and what they bring to the table here tonight as we continue today's pregame preview edition of Locked on Wild. Today's pregame preview edition of Locked on Wild is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to even three-pointers made. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Today's Locked On Wild pregame preview also brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, you've got to give Built Bar a try. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. They also come in unbelievably amazing flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almonds. If that's not enough of a sell, Built Bar contains just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 
and a whopping 17 grams of protein. Best of all is you don't have to wait for the mail to bring you your box. You can now head to your local Walmart or Sam's Club to pick up a box of Built Bars today. If you don't have one within range, just head to Built.com and order yourself a box of Built Bars to get your snacking started today. Continuing today's pregame preview edition of Locked on Wild, once again, thanks for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. We look at the Colorado Avalanche and how they've done over their last five games. They come in 2-1-2 and over that span with a minus two goal differential, 13 goals scored, 15 goals allowed, so 2.6 goals per game, three goals allowed per game. Their power play is at 7%, 78.6% on the penalty kill, and let's just update the Minnesota Wilds numbers over that span as well to see how they have been doing. The uh, Wilds come in 1-3-1 and one over their last five. They've scored seven goals in that span. They've given up 15. Power play at 17.7%. Penalty kill at 94.1%. So offense has been a struggle for both of these teams, but it's easier to understand the struggles with the Colorado Avalanche considering that they are missing Gabriel Landeskog, and just lost Kale McCarr as well, two of their top offensive weapons for this team. They still have Miko Rantanen. They still have Nathan McKinnon. And so it is an avalanche team that you trust more than you do the Wild to kind of grind through it because you have guys that have proven they can do it coming back to the lineup at some point this season. It's still a team that boasts that dangerous top line, a line that with the Wild's current scoring predicament, they're going to have some difficulty trying to slow down. You have to throw all of the attention you can at that top line for the Avs because if that line beats you, if that line gets going, it's going to be a long night at XL Energy Center. So first and foremost, the Wild need to make sure that they put bodies on the likes of Miko Rantanen and on Nathan McKinnon as well because, boy, oh, boy, if you let those guys get going, it's going to be a rough one in prime time. Now, beyond that, goal scorers for the Avs, Arturi Lekkonen with 16 goals, uh, double-digit goals for JT Comper, Evan Rodriguez, Alex Newhook, all with 10-plus uh, on the season in addition to Rantanen, who has 34, and McKinnon, who has 17. So it's a team that has uh, several guys that are capable of scoring goals. And again, comes down to that uh, top line, one that the Wild need to definitely contend with here in this one. A second consecutive start for Alexander Gorgiev after he started last night in a game that the Avalanche lost to the Toronto uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. And so uh, a 4-3 shootout loss there. Now, interesting to note, in February, Gorgiev has started three times. He's given up three-plus goals in uh, each of those games. He is 1-1-1 with a 3.57 goals against average, but a 9.02 save percentage. And he has been susceptible to teams from Florida especially, but also has had some uh, rough patches throughout the course of the season. His overall numbers 
For instance, in the month of January, we're pretty good with a 2.39 goals against average and a 9.33 save percentage, but he did give up three-plus goals three times during that span, including losses to Vancouver, Vegas, and Florida. Dialing back a little further to December, a 2.88 goals against average and a 9 save percentage, but had seven starts in which he gave up three or more goals, including losses to Toronto, the Kings, Arizona, Buffalo, the New York Rangers, Boston, and Philadelphia. So he is not a brick wall by any means, has had a uh, relatively good season for the Colorado Avalanche uh, so far this year, but it comes down to what it's come down to pretty much every game is the Wild need to pepper shots on the net if they're going to be able to come away with some goals. Going to be tough, as Denny frequently mentions, to win a game when you score two or fewer goals. That's exactly right, is that this team's going to have to find a way to get a couple of extra opportunities. They're going to need to find a way to steal a goal, uh, especially in this one, because if you fall behind and are chasing the Avs, you're not going to have a good time. So the Wild need to find a way to force a turnover, score on a breakaway, maybe by shooting to an area other than the uh, midsection of the goalie. And so they're going to need to be opportunistic and need to create some turnovers leading to odd man rushes, leading to opportunities for them to steal goals against this Avalanche team. And so we'll see what happens tonight. We, of course, have you covered with a postcast after the game as well. But that will wrap it up for today's pregame preview edition of Locked on Wild. Make sure you stay up to date with all things Minnesota Wild by following us on your favorite podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube and on social media as well. We are keeping you up to date with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.